You know, one of the most common conditions that affects a significant number of people is sleep apnea, which is caused by the obstruction of the airway during sleep. And many people with sleep apnea are unaware of their condition. And if left untreated, it can lead to serious health issues. I know you're thinking or have thought about adding sleep into your practice and helping reduce sleep apnea among your patients. Now, a medical doctor, they can recommend a CPAP machine or you can recommend oral appliances. And these oral appliances will pull the lower jaw forward to open the airway. Now, there's two oral appliances that can help wonderfully with this. It's called ERPS and dorsal. ERPS as in H-E-R-P-S-T. And that allows for more excursive movements. It's more comfortable on the cheeks and it's covered by Medicare. And dorsal, now dorsal completely separates arches allowing for more vertical movement and there's no metal hinge. Did you know Dandy creates both of these oral appliances for you? I mean, they guide you every step of the way to make sure you're doing it right. They ask you, well, what type of sleep apnea device do you want, herbs or dorsal? And they guide you through the entire process while you're actively scanning the patient. The workflow is super intuitive and user-friendly, so the entire staff, your team, can get up to speed quickly, and the case setup is fast. Workflows and scanning is guided so you and your team never miss a step. You never have to second guess when the patient is in the chair now. Did you know that health insurance reimburses an average of $3,000 to $5,000 per case for the treatment of sleep apnea? However, the billing process can be a bit tricky, which is why Dandy has formed a relationship with Neiman Practice Management. They handle medical billing for you, making it easier to navigate the process and ensure that you get the maximum reimbursement possible. So by partnering with Dandy, you can offer your patients a simple and effective solution to their sleep apnea, which is both affordable and easy to use. So if you're looking for a reliable and efficient dental lab to provide high quality oral and dental appliances for sleep apnea, look no further than Dandy. Visit meetdandy.com forward slash TDM to learn more about how Dandy can help you implement sleep into your practice. And as a listener of the Dental Marketer Podcast, you'll receive $250 in lab credit and a free intraoral scanner when you schedule a demo. So don't miss this opportunity to elevate your dental practice with Dandy. Click the link below in the description and check out what more practice owners and dentists are saying about Dandy. And also, you can go ahead and get started with Dandy today. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Dental Marketer Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Arias. And in this episode, I'm speaking with Stephanie Navinskis. People are not usually super excited about giving away their personal information. Mm-hmm. So you have to give them an incentive to do it, right? For me, it would have something to do with teeth whitening. If there was an opportunity to come in and let's say it's a multi-step process, right? And they said, you know what, come in, we're going to do step one of the teeth whitening process for you at no cost. I'd mm-hmm. be like, yeah, oh, okay, here you go. Here's my info. Sometimes people will be like, well, that's something I sell. I'm not going to give that away for free. Are you nuts, lady? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, this is what we call in the old days, a loss leader. Okay. This is where you are giving away something that you could sell. But if it's valuable enough to somebody like me, 
I will give you something that's really valuable to you, meaning my contact information. She is the CEO of Sizzle Force Marketing. It's a fractional CMO agency that services scaling companies. So since 1995, she's been developing brand building marketing campaigns that have been used by companies including Starbucks, Quicksilver, the National Football League, and Cox Communications, along with thousands of privately owned companies. And Stephanie's written for Forbes and Entrepreneur Magazines and is the author of the international number one bestseller, Absolutely Unforgettable, The Entrepreneur's Guide to Creating a Heart-Centered Brand and Standing Out in a Noisy World. And some of my takeaways from this episode are, number one, your offline interactions and online follow-up with patients should both make them feel heard and appreciated. Number two, it's great to have a sterile office, but having a sterile vibe isn't always inviting. Try adding a sense of warmth to your practice feel. I really like that. And we dive deeper into that. Number three, always think from the perspective of the expert rather than the salesperson when educating patients. And we also dive deeper on that. Every single takeaway point we dive a, a lot deeper in, of course. Number four, people are not excited about giving up their email or phone number provide a valuable incentive for offering their information. So if you're ground marketing, you really want to look out for that. And number five, you cannot optimize something that isn't well documented. So guys, without further delay, here is Stephanie Navinskis. Stephanie, how's it going? Going great. Thanks for having me, Michael. No, thank you for being on. If you don't mind me asking, where are you located? I am in San Diego, California. Oh man, did you guys get any snow? No, but we got a lot of hail and we had hail ball fights in my front yard because we were so excited. Like literally we packed together hail and yeah. made hail balls <laughs> and my kids and the neighbor kids, we had hail ball fights. It was amazing. Is that, does that hurt more? Or? Well, I don't, I wouldn't say we had enough to do damage. We just had enough to have a lot of fun. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. I like that. Hill ball yeah. fights. Interesting. All right. So Stephanie, can you tell us a little bit about your past, your present? How'd you get to where you are today? Yeah. So I have been in marketing going on three decades, which is crazy. I started my career in 1995 and started working free.com and working in the newspaper industry. And, and then .com became a thing and then wireless became a thing. And my career path kept unfolding in different versions of marketing for, for those different types of media. And then in 2009, I went out on my own and I started my company, Sizzle Force Marketing. And now I run a fractional CMO service, which basically means a part-time chief marketing officer and a full implementation team for all of your day-to-day -day marketing needs. Okay. What are some things that you... Because you said you did pre.com, right? Yeah. Can you okay. And I'm yeah, still yeah. alive. <laughs> and I'm still alive. So what are some things where you're like, things haven't changed since the pre.com till today? You know what? The way the human mind works has not changed, right? Humans mm -hmm. still want to be cared about. They still want to feel 
like they're understood. They still want to feel like they have hope for a solution for whatever pains ail them. You know, all of those things, humans at their core haven't changed. Just the way that we communicate with them has, right? Meaning Mm -hmm. the tools that we use to communicate with them. But at, at our essence, we all still want the same thing. Which is co- what? Communication or? Yeah, just empathy, really, mm. right? We want to feel heard. We want to feel understood. We want to feel valued. We want to feel like we matter, like we're appreciated, all of those things. And, and those are things that are super relevant in a dental practice, right? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. If, if I go to the dentist and, you know, it's a, it's a kind of a rough around the edges experience, Right. And I don't feel appreciated. Like here, let me give you an example. Yesterday, mm-hmm. yesterday I had a phone, a telehealth appointment with my doctor. Okay. Now, mind you, I pay out the nose for my insurance, right? Just every month it's painful. It hurts me. It hurts my heart. Right. Well, last week I had something going on. And so I requested an appointment. I had to wait six days to get a telephone appointment, not even a face-to-face appointment. Okay. Mm-hmm. Six days rolls around. That's yesterday. I finally get the call from the doctor and I ask her my question and she gives me an answer. And I said, Oh, can I ask you another question about something else? And she goes, I don't have time. I only have 10 minutes for this call. And I'm like, I had to wait six days for a 10 minute slot with my doctor. That was a rough around the edges experience. Okay. Mm -hmm. And very disappointing. And I did not feel appreciated at all as a customer, despite the fact that I give them like 2,500 bucks a month for my insurance. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, oh my gosh, thank you. How much do you make an hour? (laughs) Yeah. You know, right. And I think any, whether, whether you're a, a doctor, like for, you know, a general practitioner kind of doctor, or you're a doctor of dentistry, right? Or you're literally any other type of professional. People want to feel cared about, heard, and appreciated. Mm. And yesterday, that doctor was a big fat fail. Yeah, yeah, no. So then are you going to continue with that doctor or? Well, the problem is, well, yeah, but that's a whole other issue <laughs> with the healthcare system. <laughs> gotcha. No, that, but it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you're right. We do want, so today, you said that doesn't change, right? Humans still want to be cared about. They want to have that empathy. How can we utilize that today with the technology that we have to, I guess, grow our patients' yeah. numbers? Yeah, I, I, think, I think that what we have to remember is while technology is incredible, automations are, you know, really powerful behind everything. It still goes back to H to H, right? Human to human. <laughs> We need to utilize these tools to communicate compassion and empathy. Okay. So, you know, how can we do that? Lots of, there's lots of different ways. Everything from, well, let me give you an example of my dentist. I think he's a marketing master. Okay. So, how many dentists have I been to over the years where I literally felt like a number and it was like, oh my gosh, just get me in, clean my teeth and get me out. I don't want to be here. I don't like you. I don't like what you're doing in my mouth and I would like to leave now, okay? Mm-hmm. Pretty much every dentist I've ever had until until I met this guy, all right? He actually makes going to the dentist fun. 
And I'm not even kidding you. My kids, my husband, myself, we're all like, we like almost get excited to go to the dentist now, which is the weirdest thing for us, right? Mm -hmm. The way that he does that in the office is he creates a really just kind of happy, uplifting experience, okay? When you walk into his office, first of all, his decor is bright and colorful. He, he doesn't have these muted, colored, old chairs from 1983, you know? He's got bright and colorful paintings on the wall, and he actually, the name of the company is Scripps Rock Dental. And he has like this life-size statue of Elvis and he has a jukebox and he's like really into music. That's his thing, right? So you go in, he's playing super cool music, like music that you, you want to bop to, okay, right? And yeah, he just makes that experience fun. The second thing that he does is his front office staff is more like a front office concierge, okay? Mm. I feel like when I go into that dentist, A, they know my name, even though they have a bajillion patients, right? It's not that they necessarily remember my name, but they've looked three minutes before I walk in the door at who's coming in. And then they say, hi, Stephanie, good to see you again. You know, they just make me feel seen. Then, you know, it's everything from, oh, please have a seat. Would you like some water while you're waiting? Dentist will be with you in just a couple of minutes. I feel very cared for. I get escorted back to my chair when I go back into the office. And, you know, they ask me, are you comfortable? You know, would you like to watch something on TV? Would you like the headphones? Would you like to wear these special glasses? Right? It's it literally, I feel like they're, they are a concierge. Okay. So it, it starts kind of with the offline experience, right? But then if you want to turn around and figure out, well, how can you leverage technology to make people feel cared about and seen and whatnot? It's more of what happens after the appointment, okay? It's mm-hmm. the message that comes the evening after you've had your appointment, the email or the text that you get from the dentist saying, hey, Stephanie, how are you feeling tonight? I just wanted to make sure you're not in any pain. Wanted to make sure that, you know, your teeth feel good or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Shoot me back a quick text to let me know you're doing well. Right. All of a sudden I feel so cared about. I'm like, oh my gosh, how many people did he see today? And he's just asking how I'm doing. Maybe it's a couple of days after if it was a more substantial procedure that I had done and it wasn't just a cleaning or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe you get a root canal. And it's a few days later and it's like, oh, hey, Stephanie, if you're feeling any sensitivity in your teeth tonight, I recommend just having some soup for dinner. Don't try and chew anything that's going to hurt your teeth, blah, blah, blah. This can be delivered through text. It can be delivered through emails. It can be delivered in a ton of different automated ways where you're Mm -hmm. leveraging the technology, but you are practicing human to human empathy. Yeah, I like that. I like that. You're right. You're caring. Right. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Awesome. That's really, really interesting. Like, I love seeing your input and your point of view. You know what I mean? When it comes to someone who's not so totally involved in the clinical side of dentistry. Not at so, all. Yeah. No, I, I speak as a, I speak on behalf of the people. <laughs> <laughs> I do. So let, let me ask you then two, two questions. And then after that, we'll go into the, the, the workshop. Right. But I wanted to ask you right now, 
What do you hate about dentistry or dislike? What do I dislike about dentistry? Well, I dislike the experiences I had until I met the marketing master of dentistry, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> that I go to now. I disliked the very clinical feel mm -hmm. of the dental experience. You know, walking into this sterile, not in a way, obviously the dentist needs to be a sterile environment, but I, I'm saying a sterile environment in terms of there's no warmth to it. Mm. There's no care. There's no, there's no empathy, really. And that's how most dental experiences that I have have been, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I never like that, you know? I mean, just, I don't know. I don't, I don't think people put, maybe they, they put so much effort into becoming really good at the work that they do that they forget about the customer experience. Mm -hmm. And it's a huge reason why there's such, you know, churn in the dental industry, right? While, you know, if, if it's just a transaction, if I just come there to get my cleaning every six months and I don't feel cared about, well, why on earth would I ever remain loyal to you? I have lots of choices. Every other day I get, you know, a big postcard in the mail with some new dentist offering me a cleaning, come in and you can only pay $29. Well, if I don't feel like I've had an experience with you that's worthy of returning to, why would I not just shop on price? Right? Mm -hmm. I would. I, I mean, that's, see, that's the thing is like, if you don't differentiate your practice, people will make decisions based on price alone because you're just like everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. You're right. You're absolutely right. And then what do you love about dentistry? <laughs> what do I love about dentistry? On behalf of the people, I will say <laughs> I love the fact that when I have been in pain, you get me out of pain. Gotcha. Wait, actually, yeah, that's true. But you're your dentist. Your dentist. What do you love about that? What they do? I know you told you told me that they make you feel warm, empathy, right? Right. Uh, anything else on that? There's a very neighborly feel to the dentist that I go to now. And let me tell you this, we have dental insurance. He's not covered in our plan. Mm -hmm. We pay for dental insurance that we don't even use. We pay out of pocket for him and he's not cheap. And we do it because the experience is that good. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, there's a very neighborly feel to his place. You know, I mean, we all live in our own neighborhoods, right? Mm -hmm. And you know, I know he sponsors the little league group and the little soccer players. And, you know, here I am, I'm a soccer mom. And so I'm like, oh, I like that he's like supporting the kids, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does things around Halloween, like bring in all your candy that you collected and I'll trade it for prizes, you know? So he gets kids not eating so much candy and, but they get cool prizes instead, you know? Okay. You know, just things like that. Yeah. Someone who's involved in the community, neighborly, right? Like you said. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Interesting. So then, Stephanie, what can a dentist do today to improve their marketing and business? So I am a huge believer in something that is called the customer value journey. Mm -hmm. 
And I think there are about 0.001% of dentists who even know what that is. So let me explain it. Yeah. It is a seven step journey that identifies every step a customer takes from the moment they learn you exist to the moment they become a raving fan. Like whoever thought I'd be sitting here talking about my dentist because he's that cool. I, if you had told me I would be doing that today, if you had said that to me five years ago, I would have been like, you're, what are you on? You yeah. know, well, I would never do that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. I do it because he has his journey figured out. Okay. So there, you want me to talk to you about the seven steps? Yeah. Let's dive into that. Okay. So the first step is awareness and engagement right? So you need Mm -hmm. to figure out, you need to document this stuff. How are you going to make the marketplace, meaning your target market in wherever location you are, how are you going to make them aware that you exist? And then what are you going to do to foster engagement with them? Okay. The second step is what are you going to do to get them on your list and get permission from them to email them or text them or whatnot. And this is not only after they come in and they're a patient of yours, Mm -hmm. okay? What can you do before that? Step three is the convert phase. It's what is the offer that you are going to make to them to create a a, a first level transaction? That's where a lot of people will do that, you know, $29 cleaning offer. That's Mm -hmm. a good conversion offer because it's, a a very low price entry point to expose somebody to your brand and your experience. And then you move them up from there, right? Into Mm -hmm. being profitable patient. The fourth step is the excite phase, right? What are you going to do to create a memorable experience like my dentist has, right? Mm -hmm. And, and transform the experience from a nice to have to a must have, right? Transforming somebody like me who will pay out of pocket more than I ever thought I would pay to go to the dentist because I like to be there. Yeah. <laughs> and he fixes my teeth, right? All right. Step five is the ascend stage. And this is where you're really maximizing every opportunity you have to make a profit. Right. So what does it look like? You know, maybe somebody starts by they come in and and they get that one time cleaning. Right. But then what does the rest of the journey look like? Okay, well, they're going to actually need a cleaning twice a year. So maybe the next thing that you sell to them is some sort of membership. Mm -hmm. Right. Where they can come in and if they're a member, they get their appointments pre-scheduled and they get some sort of little discount on it. Okay, what's the next level? Well, maybe it's the membership with uh, a teeth whitening, right? Or the membership with the teeth whitening and something else, right? And then it goes up and up from there, right? You want to think about what you can sell them in increasingly profitable segments, okay? So at the very top of this, you want to think about like, what is my very, very best patients the patients I make the most money off of, what are they buying, right? And so you create offers at all these different levels so that it, it's upsells and cross-sells are pre-planned as opposed to haphazardly thrown out when you remember, 
Okay. Mm-hmm. The next stage is called the advocate stage. And it's what are you going to do to get social proof? We all know we live in a social proof world. We all know that people are going to check out reviews and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You can let the marketplace control that or you can control that. It's very dangerous to let the marketplace control that because if they have anything that makes them unhappy or maybe their experience with you that day was perfectly fine, but they got in a fight with their husband after their appointment. So now they're just in a bad mood Mm -hmm. and they're going to go on some review site and leave a scathing review just because they're in a bad mood, right? So you have to figure out what are you going to do to make sure that you're controlling positive social proof getting out there. And then finally, the last stage is what are you going to do to incentivize your patients to become your raving fans and to send you a bunch of referrals? Okay, so there's seven steps. Awareness and engagement, subscribe, convert, excite, ascend, advocate, and promote. And each of these steps needs to be very carefully flushed out into a document because you cannot optimize something that you have not documented. I like that. Okay. If we can rewind on some of these, yeah? Yep. And dive a little bit deeper. So for example, and I'm sure you might hear this sometimes, like number four, right? The excite phase, like you want to create a memorable experience. Mm -hmm. How, I guess, was the doctor you have now different from other ones? What was the experience where you in the chair, in the moment, you're like, this is, this is, he's doing number four. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it didn't just start in the chair. That's the thing. Mm. Started long before I got in the chair. It started from the moment I made the appointment and how pleasant they were. And, you know, just conversational and friendly and neighborly, right? To the moment I walked into the, to the dental office and I was greeted by name I was escorted back to the chair. It's it's like the four seasons of dentistry, right? I think this is like, it's funny. To the moment, you know, I'm in the chair and they're, you know, offering me the special glasses and they're offering me headphones and they're offering me to watch a show and, you know, whatever. Frequently checking on me. Are you comfortable? Does anything hurt? Blah, blah, blah. To the moment I was done. Stephanie, how can we make this easy for you? Would you just like us to bill your account? Or would you like to go ahead and take care of your payment today to after the appointment, the aftercare emails, right? The memorable experience does not start in the chair. Mm-hmm. It starts long before you get in the chair and it continues to long after you're out of the chair. Gotcha. Okay. So from contact point one, right? Like, yeah. or even before that, even the, I guess, number one, awareness and engagement. So what could a dentist do for number one to create great awareness and engagement? Is that just like, okay, let's just send out Facebook ads, mailers, or? Yeah. I mean, those are both things that can happen, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of different ways. You've got organic marketing and then you've got paid marketing, right? So organic meaning, you know, you can grow a lot of awareness if you have, if you're young in your practice, especially, you can grow tremendous awareness by being on TikTok, right? Mm-hmm. Being super active on TikTok. That doesn't cost you anything. It costs you time. And it costs you creativity, right? But it doesn't literally cost you any money to create 
TikToks and it can totally grow awareness for you. You could do Facebook ads. You could, you know, you could do ads on any of the social platforms. You could do direct mail. You could do, oh goodness, there's so many different things. You could partner up with an orthodontist, right? And, you know, assuming that your offices are somewhat close together, you know, mm-hmm. maybe the orthodontist has been in, in practice a little bit longer than you and you create some sort of referral campaign with them, right? Where they will send out an email blast to everybody on their list saying, hey, we want to introduce you to our new neighbor, you know, Dr. So-and-so. We're really excited to be in the same plaza with them, be, you know, because they have these skills, right? And they mm-hmm. endorse for you, Okay. So yeah, there's there's so many different ways to do that, but there's a few ideas. Okay, yeah. So those are the like the the platforms and the marketing mediums we can use. And then when it comes to option two or number two in this, uh, I guess like value, like this workshop basically, right? This whole yeah. get them on your list and get permission to email and text them. How do we do that? How do we, I mean, I guess in the sense of like, do we offer an incentive in these ads and then that's how they click in? Is that what you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. So you want to think about people are not usually super excited about giving away their personal information. Mm-hmm. So you have to give them an incentive to do it. Right. No, nobody woke up this morning and said, I want to get on all the email and text lists so I can be bombarded with offers all day. Mm-hmm. Right. So you need to think about, well, what valuable content can you give in exchange for getting that information? and permission to follow up with them. So this is where it could be something, it, it could be a discount on something. It could be, you could create some little package like, you know, I, I don't know what your margins are in dentistry on the fancy toothpaste that y'all sell, right? But, like, you know, maybe if you have an awesome margin on that, maybe you can give away little little fancy toothpaste for sensitive teeth. Right. I think I paid $40 for toothpaste. Really? Okay. Cause I was going to ask you, like, let me ask you, Stephanie, what mm-hmm. would, what would make you like you or your family be like, here's my email. Here's my, here's my number. You know, like what incentive yeah. would you want? Well, for me, it would have something to do with teeth whitening. Okay. Yeah. Because that's something that's just on my mind. I'm like, I need to get my teeth whitened, you know? Yeah. So if, if there was something, you know, and I don't even know how the process works, but Maybe if there was an opportunity to come in and let's say it's a multi-step process, right? And they said, you know what, come in, we're going to do step one of the teeth whitening process for you at no cost. We just want to offer this to you. I'd mm-hmm. be like, yeah, oh, okay, here you go. Here's my info, yeah. right? I would do that. Now, here's the thing is that sometimes people will be like, well, that's something I sell. I'm not going to give that away for free. Are you nuts, lady? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, this is what we call in the old days a loss leader. Okay. This is where you are giving away something that you could sell. But if it's valuable enough to somebody like me, I will give you something that's really valuable to you, meaning my contact information. Okay. So Mm -hmm. you're asking for something that's really valuable to me, my privacy. Mm -hmm. Give me something that's valuable to me in return, right? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And if you're not willing to do that, 
if, if you're just like, nope, I just want to get your info. Well, you know, good luck getting any legitimate info. People might write something down, but it's not going to be valid. They're not ever going to look at it, right? Yeah. No, I, I, I love that. I love how you uh, put that out there because it's true. Like, we, it's, um, it's also the first transaction, right, that you're ever like kind of seeing with them. But I agree. And when it comes to the phase five here or step number five, ascend. Mm-hmm. maximize every opportunity you have to make a profit pre plan. So can you break this down to us? Let's just say, because this happens in dentistry, right? I'm not going to lie. Like sometimes we're like, okay, we got to, let's see if we can like, you know, have them, let's push teeth whitening on them, right? Or let's, let's push, uh, maybe they need, instead of, um, I don't know, a, a crown, we can fit implants or something, right? Like just upsell. Mm-hmm. How does this work when it comes to pre-planning? So do we pre-plan this? Like let's just say this month of March, we want to do upsell our teeth whitenings, right? Um, and they can be trays, like bleach trays. Mm-hmm. How would you recommend we draw this out? So you, you could change it every month, but you certainly don't have to. Mm-hmm. I, would think about, I, I would think about what your core flagship offer is to begin with. And then what logically makes sense as the next step. So it's not as much, I think when you're quote unquote pushing things, Mm -hmm. you're not really serving your patients, right? Mm -hmm. Instead, think of it like the expert that you are. I am a doctor of dentistry and I know to get optimal dental health or however you guys say it, Right. This is what really needs to happen. You know, to have a smile that you see a reflection of in the mirror and you feel good about. Right. And to, you know, have teeth that last through your lifetime and and whatnot. This is really what needs to happen. So think about it from an expert perspective as opposed to from a sales perspective. And the sales will naturally follow. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get you. So then you mentioned core flagship offers. Should we all have like a specific offer always? Or Yeah, I mean, but everybody does just inherently. Mm-hmm. It's it's probably a teeth cleaning. So like 50 or like free or like a 50% off teeth cleaning kind of thing. Or like new new patient exam and x-rays and teeth cleaning, a bundle, like something like that is what you mean? You could do that. Yeah, the, you want to think of the ascension phase as like a ladder with different rungs on it. Okay, so the bottom of the ladder is that core flagship offer, right? It's the the teeth cleaning everybody needs. Well, what's the next step up from that that would be a really good idea for people to also have, right? Maybe it's, okay, we'll come in and get a teeth cleaning, but then really for optimal dental health, you should be using this electric toothbrush at home and this special whitening toothpaste. Mm -hmm. So. So we're going to have an upsell for that. Okay. Not because you're just trying to get all the money out of me, but because you're serving me. Okay. Mm. You're serving me and, and you're telling me things I don't know. I will tell you again, going back to my master marketer dentist. Okay. I used a good old fashioned $2 toothbrush for 45 years of my life. Mm -hmm. Okay. Never thought twice about it. Then one day I went in and he goes, you know, you brush your teeth too hard. And I was like, how is that even possible? He goes, I don't know. I think you're taking your aggression out on your teeth. And I'm like, really? 
you know? And he goes, yeah, well, and it's actually causing this problem because that's why you're having this issue and that issue. And the other thing that I, which was part of my complaint when I got in the chair, right? <laughs> like, okay, I need you to look at this because it's really sensitive. It's kind of bothering me, blah, blah, blah. And so in an act of service to me, he said, yeah, you know that problem you brought up? Well, it would be help if you use this electric toothbrush and this toothpaste. Now, for all I know, he is blowing smoke at me and he is just selling to me, but he's real good at it if mm-hmm. that's the case. I don't think that is the case though, because I got sucked into it. I bought that really expensive special toothbrush and I bought one for my husband. Then I bought one for each of my kids. Okay. Mm-hmm. Whatever, however many hundreds of dollars later, you know, with our fancy toothbrushes, I can tell you, we go into the dentist now and the hygienist will be like, oh, your teeth look fantastic, Stephanie, you know? And I'm like, well, that's because I had my fancy toothbrush. Okay. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Okay. So it's about serving, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so that's the part where we have to pre-plan, right? Not so much like, I guess, horizontal where it's like, all right, this month we're going to do teeth whining. This month we're going to do toothbrushes. This month we're going to do floor, right? It's not that. It's more like the latter, like you mentioned. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And always, always, always be service minded. Because if you're just out there, I mean, I, you know, when you asked me earlier, what do you hate about dentists? Okay. Mm. I will tell you, I had many, many experiences in the past where I would go to a dentist that was on my plan with my insurance. And it, it really did. It did not feel like they were really looking out for my best interest. It did feel like they were just selling me on stuff, right? Mm. Oh, well, you know, you need to do this and you need to do this. And like, I can tell you the guy that I go to now, there has been more than one occasion where he said, well, you know, I see something starting here, but you don't need to address it yet. Just, you know, we don't need to, you know, fill this cavity or, or whatever, whatever it is. We just need to keep an eye on it. Okay. That makes me feel like I can trust him. He's not just like, oh, I see something. Let's get a root canal started. You yeah. know? Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. And then number seven, incentivize patients to become raving fans. Mm-hmm. What, break this down for us if you can, because I know sometimes we can't, we can't say like, here's a hundred bucks if you leave us a review, right? So yeah. how can we incentivize patients to become raving fans? Yeah, you, it, this is different from getting reviews. This is mm. the, the promotion stage is about getting people basically to spread the word about you more directly to a friend or family member, as opposed to the general public leaving a Yelp review. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you know, I, there, there are lots of different things that you can do. Everything from, you know what, if you send us three new patients, uh, we'll give you a free teeth whitening experience, okay? Or if you send us a new patient, you know, we'll send you out to dinner at such and such a restaurant, right? It, it doesn't have to be, you know, you want to think about Okay, how much, what is the lifetime value of a new patient to me in my practice? Okay, the lifetime value is far beyond that initial cleaning cost, Mm -hmm. right? Let's say it's, you know, well, twice a year at whatever, 
80 bucks to get a cleaning. Well, let's say 100 because I can't do math, okay? So $200 a year, and that's just for cleaning is that's not for all the other things, right? <laughs> so, you know, I'm sure it's, I would think a lifetime value would be at least five figures of a customer. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to make $10,000 plus off of one patient in their lifetime, would you be able to spare a $50 gift card to a restaurant? I think so. That's like stupid math, yeah. right? So we, we need to be thinking more long-term than short-term. And if you provide that memorable experience, people will come back. They will come back. They will want to come back. They will get on podcasts and talk about their great dentists. (laughs) Yeah, that's interesting. I like that. When it comes to you, Stephanie, what incentive would you want? You and your family, what are you thinking when you're like that? If he sent me that right now, (laughs) I'd find, I'd make, I'd go get three people right now. Well, for me, it would be a spa day. (laughs) Okay, okay. But that might be a little weird coming from the dentist. So Why would that be weird? Why? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Why would that be weird? That would be weird. I don't know. Maybe because he's a dude. I I don't know. There's something weird about it to me. It just doesn't sit right. So other things that would incentivize me, you know, just things that I might not otherwise treat myself to. Right. Mm -hmm. And again, kind of going back to what I said before, that teeth whitening thing. Now, that wouldn't always incentivize me, but it's on my mind right now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to get my teeth white. And if they said, hey, you send us three new patients, I would call all my neighbors. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, Susan, you need to go to the dentist. Yeah. <laughs> and you need to go see him and tell him I sent you. And then she'd be like, why is he so great? Okay, well, I would tell her why he's so great because he really is. I wouldn't just do it to get whatever, right? I would do it because I believe it. And then she would go and I would get three people and then I would walk away and have my teeth whitened for free. And I would be thrilled to do that. So if any of you guys that are listening would like to whiten my teeth for free, make me an offer. Make me an offer. She's in San Diego. Okay, that's interesting. But let me ask you this. Would you prefer more something clinical like that, a teeth whitening? Or would you prefer something more like a spa day, but it can say like, hey, it's coming from the team or it's coming from all of us. Thank you. Or something like that or or something not clinical. Mm. Well, it feels like more of a treat if it's not clinical. Okay. okay. So okay. it feels it's it's a little more exciting and fun to me. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, just, you know, here you work hard. You should go get a massage on us. That's a treat that not everybody affords into their daily budget, right? Yeah. But most people really enjoy that, just getting a time out. <laughs> and, you know, we live in this crazy world where we all work too much and, you know, run around like crazy people and having an excuse to take a time out and somebody else foot the bill is pretty nice. Yeah. Interesting. That's really, really good insight. Awesome, Stephanie. So any other piece of advice you like to give our listeners or our doctors listening? I just want to go back to flushing out your journey. Flush this out on paper. Do not keep this information in your head. Flush it out on paper with your staff, right? And watch what happens when you logically 
walk people through this journey. Okay. If you don't, if you don't ever document this, there are a lot of people who will get lost along the way. And every lost patience is a lost opportunity. It's lost revenue. Okay. This is how you don't just get customers in the door, but this is how you keep customers for life. And that's what you want, right? Yeah. Awesome. So thank you so much for being with us, Stephanie. It's been a pleasure. But before we say goodbye, can you tell our listeners where they can find you? Sure. Yeah. Our company is sizzleforce.com. Sizzle like bacon, force like may the force be with you. Sizzleforce.com. And if any of you would like to talk about digital marketing, um, you can schedule an appointment by going to sizzleforce.com forward slash schedule. Love to talk to you. Awesome. So guys, that's all going to be in the show notes below. So definitely reach out to Stephanie, especially if you want to pick her brain a little bit more about the the journey that we've been talking about and also the digital marketing that she does for you guys. So go in the show notes below for that. And Stephanie, thank you so much for being with us. It's been a pleasure and we'll hear from you soon. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for tuning into that episode. And Stephanie, thank you for being a part of the podcast. We appreciate it. Guys, if you want to reach out to her, feel free to talk to her on the Dental Marketer Society Facebook group, or you can reach out to her. Uh, just go in the show notes below and click on her links and reach out to her there. At the same time, guys, if you want to support the podcast or if you're looking to implement sleep, if you're looking for a reliable and efficient dental lab to provide high quality oral and dental appliances for sleep apnea, and go with Dandy. So visit meetdandy.com forward slash TDM to learn more about how Dandy can help you implement sleep into your practice. And of course, guys, as a listener of the podcast, you will receive $250 in lab credits and a free intraoral scanner when you schedule a demo with Dandy. So don't miss this opportunity to elevate your dental practice with Dandy. Click the link in the show notes below and check out what more practice owners and dentists are saying about Dandy. And also, you can get started with Dandy today. So go ahead and do that. It's going to be the first link in the show notes below. So thank you guys so much for tuning in and supporting the podcast. I really appreciate you. And I'll talk to you in the next episode.